This is Six Foot Plus, the program of music and more, brought to you by Gravediggers Local 16. Broadcasting from the front office and found online at sixfootplus.com.
Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Six Foot Plus, the program of music and more. I am your curator to this attraction of distraction, the one and only Strange Jason. On tap this time around, the Metal Morgue has Dr. Gangreen speaking with the lead singer of Swiss metal legends Crocus, Mark Storace. Monster Matt Patterson has been spotted around, and he'll pop up for another Monster Matt minute. He's somewhere around here, underneath the clutter. Speaking of which, spring has already sprung itself on those of us here in the Northern Hemisphere. But early on, the weather was unusually good. So much that I actually went outside. Scary, I know. But recently, the weather has turned to crap, and it's given me a reason to stay indoors and clean up this corner of the front office. You might not know this, but grave diggers are generally a cleanly bunch, as they don't like to take their work home with them. It's true. So, in the spirit of traditional spring cleaning, I'm playing artists who have never been on the program before. Bring on the new. You heard the Rhythm Coffin open the show with Betty is a Monster. They're opening for Wednesday 13 on June 13th, a Wednesday, at the famous Whiskey A Go-Go out in Hollywood. It's an all-ages show, so go on out and have a blast. Up now, King Ghidorah a really exciting band from outer space, currently camping out in Oregon. Here is a song they've named Nameless. We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. We interpret this as a negative reply.
Los Pentakills and Gremlins on My Wing. When the links go up at sixfootplus.com, there'll be one to their band camp where you can download a lot of their music. It's name your price, so do throw a few dollars their way and support the band. You can support Six Foot Plus through a variety of ways. As you might have read if you are fans of the show on Facebook, I cleaned out a lot of spammers who had bloated up the download count. I'm bummed that those Chinese IP addresses weren't legitimate listeners. I kind of enjoyed thinking this show had an international audience. Of course, the show still does, and a big hello goes out to all you listeners overseas and outside the U.S. But, now because I threw out about half the download numbers, this show needs more listeners. New listeners! Tell a friend. Leave a review on iTunes if you use that. Or rate us high on Stitcher, that streaming mobile app that's available for all your phones and various technology devices. You can also drop me a line, contact at sixfootplus.com, and tell me what you think of the show. Let me know what you want. Let me know what you don't want. And most of all, if you hear a band on this podcast that you like, support them. Buy their merchandise. Talk to them on all these social networks. That's what Six Foot Plus is all about. It's about the music. So let's get some more going. Here now are the Dirtbag Surfers.
100,000 years from the gleefully nihilistic and always entertaining Voodoo Court. Before that, Red River Tombstone Hustle from the band Beware the Danger of a Ghost Scorpion. Can you believe that band name? Can you believe it's time for the Monster Mat Minute? You can? Huh, <laughs> figures. You'd believe anything. And you're right! Ghoul Morning Mani- <sighs> Ghoul Morning Mani- Oh, jeez, here we go. Yes, Igor? Do you not notice that I'm trying to record the Monster Mat Minute here for these fine folks? Master! I just want a drink of the Tavetavesi that you prepared. I love it so, and I'm so thirsty. Igor needs a drink. <laughs> uh, Igor, again, trying to record here? Go away. But, master, I'm so thirsty. I've done all the yard work you've asked me to. Please, master, I would like a drink. All right, Igor, but next time, when I'm recording the Monster Mat Minute, Please wait, won't you? But, master, you're already over a minute. Therefore, in theory, you're not really doing a monster mad minute. <laughs> Igor, who axed you anyways? I don't want to hear about your theories. Take your drink of the vat of acid and skedaddle. Sheesh. Man, it's hard to find good help these days. Anyways, Maniacs, it's true. Welcome to the Monster Map Minute. Ghoul Morning Ma- uh, Alright, we've established that. Ghoul Morning Maniacs, blah 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 blah. Maniacs, we were working hard, it's true. Uh, the hardest part was trying to get rid of the uh, blood stains out of the bathtub. And in fact, you know, I had to call up a friend. His name is Norman Bates. He's had some experience getting rid of bathtub blood. Or so I'm told by his mother, that fine, fine woman. <laughs> Get it? Uh, <laughs> and there was some debris around the old crypt, and on that debris I found this terrible joke. And here it comes. Wait for it. <laughs> the movie from 1964 called Children of the Damned is being remade by a brand new studio. It's called Children of the Jammed by PBJ Brothers. And if you don't see what I did there, shame on you. Anyways, uh, the grass needs cut. I'm going to have to call up the lawnmower man. And you know, speaking of the lawnmower man, what do you get if you cross the lawnmower man's favorite brand of lawnmower with an actor? You get Benicio Del Toro. It's a lawnmower, okay. The Lawnmower Man also likes certain activities like arts and craftsmen. And he's uh, trying to start a grassroots movement. <laughs> oh, I just can't keep it up. Oh, brother maniacs. It has been a tiring day. Really, it has. And I think now is the time to say goodnight. We love you, Maniacs. Yes, we do. This has been your fiend, yours truly. And Igor, too, that scamp. Uh, with the Monster Map Minute. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was Monster Matt Patterson. You can get a copy of his book, 
Monster Matt's Bad Monster Jokes, Volume 1, from WestNet Books, and at various online retailers such as Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
Out of the Pacific Northwest comes the Blood Types. You heard anyone else. They followed Brooklyn's finest, the Hides, and Cannibal Girls. Welcome now to the GDL 16 recap. Brought to you this time by Monster House Coffee. Good to the last drop of blood. The front office celebrated Record Store Day with links to free music and reminded us that this Saturday is free comic book day. They also said that it's Zombie Awareness Month and linked to a chunk load of zombie goodness. A Handful of Dirt came back from the dead by interviewing friend of the program, the multi-talented Ray O'Bannon. Weird John reviewed Batman the Lazarus Syndrome the anime Kakurenbo, and shared links to stories that are almost horror, but not quite. I put up a review of the new Voodoo album, Voodoo You Love, and Atomic Mystery Monster recounted a bittersweet performance of the song Cancelled by Son of Svenguli. Read all of this and more 
over at Gravediggers Local 16, found online at gravediggerslocal.com.
the Black Rats, and Bones Away, following Devil's Cadillac by the recently deceased. Thanks goes out to each of those bands for sending me their music. If you're in a band and you want to have your songs played on this show, you can email me at contact at sixfootplus.com. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S dot com. Looking at the hands on the clock, I see it's time to ship you off to the morgue. But before you go, a special bit of news. Dr. Gangrene will be at Wonderfest this year, May 26th through the 27th. Taking place in Louisville, Kentucky, the Hobby Expo weekend is for the discerning horror and science fiction fan. This year, Blade Runner star Joanna Cassidy will speak about her experiences of beating Harrison Ford to a bloody mess. Bill Mosley will be on hand to talk Chop Top Shop, and on Saturday, Dr. Gangrene hosts an after-hours event, Chiller Cinema Live. All this and more at Wonderfest. Details can be found at wonderfest.com. Now, it's off to the morgue with you. This is the Metal Morgue, dissecting the best and worst horror movies and music that rock with your host, Dr. Game Green. Greetings, monsters and maniacs. This week, it's my pleasure to welcome into the morgue the one and only Mark Storacci of the band Crocus. How you doing, Mark? I'm fine, Larry, and I hope everyone else out there listening is as well. All you rockers out there. Absolutely. I'm a big fan, and as a matter of fact, I have to tell you, uh, back in my college days, I must have listened to the Headhunter album at least a million times. Ah, cool. Well, that's a good one. It's it's a very up-tempo, pep-you-up kind of album, you know, from beginning to end. It's one of my favorites, too. Oh, good. Yeah, that one and The Blitz were, I guess, probably your biggest as far as uh, what you're probably best remembered for. Uh, yeah, from a sales point of view, I guess. But yeah. um, we had other albums which deserve uh, just as much recognition. But it took us a while to, to get started, you know. with uh, I joined the band my debut album with the band was uh, Metal Rendezvous and that was hardly known you know but it was thanks to that album that we uh, came over to the USA in the first place yeah yeah so uh, I know you guys have been putting out albums the whole time you know I mean of course the 80s <laughs> you know were, uh, were were the big period for the, the metal bands and everything. But, I mean, just in 2010, you guys put out Hoodoo, and that's a great album, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, well, I mean, we got nothing better to do than do uh, play music. <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, you know, we, we were lucky to cha- turn our hobbies into a career. And it's been a long career, as you just pointed out. And um, Hoodoo was was the kind of uh, result of 
bringing all the old spirits together of the band of 1982. As you know, uh, Crocus has been through many formations. We lost a lot of guys along the along the road, and uh, some of them came back a little later. <laughs> and and uh, we found ourselves back together again before the hoodoo. And the, that that spirit of of this big reunion is what you you hear. The vibe is is on the record. We managed to capture it. So I understand that you guys are working on a follow-up album now to Hoodoo. Is that right? Yes, we are right now. We're um, going to be getting back together because we, we take breaks in between, and that gives us more objectivity, gives us time to um, take a distance from, from the work and then listen to the songs again and see what pops in our head spontaneously, um, whether it's good or bad, you know, we are either add something or we chop something off. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that it's a process of evolution and you need time for that. So, yeah, we're getting back together and we're going to continue where we started and we're um, doing well schedule-wise. We have to deliver Sony, uh, Sony music. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, we we well actually just uh, told me some good news today. Yeah. And that that is uh, if we can find the right time slot, I'm gonna sing my vocals at Abbey Road Studios in London. Oh wow! This time round. <laughs> Have you ever recorded there before? No, no, no. And uh, Chris and I are big, you know, huge Beatles fans. It would be great. I think it would do uh, the, the spirit a lot of good, and uh, would the vibe w- would come across on the album again. You know, oh, it, it would be a real exciting thing to do. I think exactly. You know, just just to be excited about being some some places. Always, you know, wake up wake up in the morning, have breakfast, and think of the song that I want to record and then go in and do it in this place with all the vibes and, you know. Do you have an idea in mind for a theme for this album coming up or are you still in the writing stages? We're still writing, yeah. I mean, we've, we've got some ideas which we've been keeping on, on the side. You know, we've got like this drawer that's filling up with ideas for... Um, artwork and so on, uh, titles, and you know, but um, we got time for that. Well, let's talk about your uh, recent uh, uh, screen debut. I mean, you've done a couple of films lately. Uh, is that something you've enjoyed doing? Ah, I know you yeah. were in, you're in a movie called A Nuck, The Path of the Warrior. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. Yeah. Well, my, my uh, film <laughs> career, <laughs> uh-huh. if you like. Uh, started way, way back when I was a teenager, still about 14 or even 13, I don't know. I was asked if uh, to take part in this movie. It was like an amateur movie 
called Error of Judgment, you know, really serious title, <laughs> all about all about this uh, driver who, who misjudged the road and had a car accident, you know, ran into a tree. And um, yeah, so my best friend was uh, the star in that. And I, I had the second role. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was short, short and sweet. But I guess, you know, at the right page, being face, face to face with a camera is, is actually uh, the important thing and not the, the movie itself. Because uh, at that age, it's an impressive age. And um, then I turned to music and became a singer and left school, left my home and into my career and so on and so forth. And then uh, when we started doing the uh, videos with the band, it was again, you know, for me, not it, it wasn't a shock, you know. I didn't even, yeah, and I, I was already trained not to look at the camera, you know, and so uh, from the band videos, I was suddenly on, on this big screen, silver screen movie, you know, but actually doing that is more or less the same as, as doing, say, uh, the, the video for Screaming in the Night. Yeah, that's which, what I was going to say. Also... <laughs> I'm screaming in the night. It's got that post-apocalyptic kind of, uh, you know, yeah. barbarian look, and that sounds like a lot. What Anuk was like? Was it like that as well? No, Anuk was uh, more uh, prehistoric. Going back to uh, the days when Switzerland. Uh, was still uh, there were tribes of people living in the lowlands and, and others living in the, in the mountains and they didn't even know that the other existed. Because in those days uh, they didn't have horses on the mountains, and um, <clears throat> so I was the shaman or witch doctor of of this tribe, which was on the mountain without the horses, you know. And uh, we got invaded by by the horse people, you know. Yeah, which was okay. like, gotcha. It's like like someone who never saw a tank, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we were totally uh, shocked and, and you know and uh, they ran they went off with our uh, women and all, all the men and boys were killed and it was just a handful of survivors and so on and so forth yeah so this this is by, way back in time prehistory you know mm -hmm. um, it was at the time when the pyramids in Egypt were already built, but up in the mountains in Switzerland, there, there were still people in uh, uh, um, in fur boots, you know. Yeah. 
So did you enjoy shooting that movie? Is that something? Yeah, that was great. It was uh, done outside, mm -hmm. and um, we were lucky with the weather. Well, I was anyway, because later on into the film, when they filmed other parts, they even changed location, and uh, <clears throat> it got quite cold, you yeah. know, up there. Yeah. And um, otherwise, it was really nice, good experience, good people. Luke Gusser, he's, uh, we became really good friends even before the movie, before, uh, before he asked me to, do, uh, to take a part. And, um, and then all the other new people that I met, uh, it was interesting, uh, you know, yeah. talking about things and everything. It, it was a nice few days. Yeah, is that something you'd like to do more of? Well, <laughs> movies is, is something that kind of, I don't know, uh, uh, people congratulated me for for my acting, and I mm -hmm. kind of, uh, you know, because of that, you know, I, I guess I'd really like to do something else if it ever came my way, sure. you know, and, and if, it, if it fits into the, the time schedule and everything, if I like the script, um, why not? Sure, yeah. why not? Did you, it's uh, fun. It's fun. <laughs> Some people don't like to look at themselves on film. Did you, you okay with that? Uh -huh. Well, I looked like someone to totally different. Yeah. With the paint, painted face. Um, okay, uh, you know, the hair <clears throat> is more or less the same like I had it uh, on the uh, Hellraiser tour. But, um, you know, I was wearing Indian skins you know, yeah. clothing-wise and everything, and uh, you just you just feel different when you're wearing a costume. You don't feel like, uh, you know, I didn't feel like the Mark, the Family Man, you know. Yeah. What did they think about your your film? Did they like it? Your family? Uh, yeah, they they did. We sat and watched it, and you know, we had a laugh. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and that was it. I mean, yeah, why not? It's sure. um, it's kind of uh, I guess for for people who uh, who know you that close, it's uh, funny. You know, yeah, funny. See sure. see Daddy dressed dressed as an engine <laughs> and uh, on the screen, and then he gets killed and <laughs> yeah. No, are you guys selling that movie on, on your website? Can people find it there? Not really, no. Um, and I, actually, uh, I'm not even sure if it's being sold, but I'm sure there's a link on my artist page on Facebook. Okay. And, I, and I also have a... Um, uh, well, Facebook is the one that that I really look into most you know, my artist page. So if you'd like to look in there. Uh, <clears throat> and then I've, I've got this myspace.com, you know, <clears throat> where uh, I'm sure the film is still in there. And it's uh, a friend of mine and our representative in the USA, uh, Peter Valti. He's the guy to get in touch with uh, if you want to know details like this. Okay. Because... He does all the administration and takes care of our 
on online stuff and you know okay. cool. <clears throat> so now on your next album after you guys get done recording everything i know it's a little ways in the future but of course you're doing a lot of touring i'm i'm sure you know for the new album any chance we can get you well over we to, hope so yeah yeah any <laughs> chance uh, you'll make it over to america way this time around that is overdue i mean it's mm -hmm. about time you know we after all spent so many years touring in the USA and um, suddenly because of the economic situation in that great country um, it's not it's not feasible for bands like us to, to come over and, and, and tour endlessly like we used to do so we'll try our best to come over and you know even if it's just for 15 concerts and you know, <clears throat> and see what happens. That would I be mean, great. we were there promoting the Hellraiser album. That was the last time in 2005 with the Hellraiser bunch. Um, and <clears throat> we played a lot of clubs. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed playing the House of Blues in in Cleveland. That was really something that stuck in my mind. Yeah. And and doing interviews with the uh, my old friend Alice Cooper, and uh, in New York we played in BB King's, and uh, that was like after a long, long break, you know, since mm -hmm. the 80s. I hadn't been there since the 80s, <clears throat> so it was it was nice. And I'm looking forward to come back with the original guys again. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to have you. Well, all right. Well, thanks for uh, talking with me about this fun stuff. And I hope, hey, I wish you guys all the best and look forward to hearing the new album. Hey, thanks. Uh, please be patient. You know, good things take time. Uh, good wine takes time. <laughs> all right, Mark, man. It's been fun talking with you, man. Thank you, Larry. All right. Thank you. Well, take care. Bye-bye. Okay,
find out more about Dr. Gangreen and Metal More, go to evilamp.com. you survived you just fended off an invasion of the mutant slugs by army of walking corpses no time to breathe as you're going three feet deep with dead elvis and his one-man grave this is one of those type of deals dead elvis and his one-man grave have been around since the very early myspace days he really took to the social networking early on, and it seems to be going well for him, as he remains one of the hardest working corpses in show business today. He's been playing all across the world, South America, Japan, China, parts of Europe that I can't pronounce, you name it, and he's played there. Hear now a trio of his songs. Well, sweet little lady, what's a kind of a cheese? Donna and a man, oh, what do you say? Sweet little lady. 
House in the Woods by the Tombstone Brawlers. Well, listeners, we're at the end of this episode. I hope after all this spring cleaning, you're feeling refreshed. Or you at least smell like you do. Six Foot Plus will be back again, as always, in two weeks at sixfootplus.com. You can keep track of the show in the meantime by liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash sixfootplus, or following us on Twitter, at sixfootplus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. You can do the same with Gravediggers Local 16, facebook.com slash gravediggerslocal, and at GDL16. Feel free to send me an email, contact at sixfootplus.com. Larry Thurston and Jeff Alexander did so, letting me know about the song Gravediggin' Man. It'll close out this episode. On behalf of Monster Matt Patterson, Dr. Gangreen, and myself, Strange Jason, thank you for listening. Until next time.
Six Foot Plus, Episode 29, Spring Cleaning. Take out the trash. Six Foot Plus is a GDL 16 production. All music, Shimmer Pliwutui. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Havala, Ivan. Urban Graveyard Lounge music, provided by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Additional music, also by Kava Khan. Monster Matt Patterson appeared as himself. The Metal Morgue was produced by Dr. Gangrene. For track listing and links to all the bands, go to sixfootplus.com.